This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Welcome back. 888-727-BECK is our phone number. So uh, Daily Wire has a story today. Uh, Leftists say there are no examples of men exploiting trans laws to harm women. Oh, that's great that that's never happened. I'm so glad. Here are are nine. We've we've worried. No, we've been worrying about things that just don't happen. And we shouldn't. Here are nine. Nine what? What are you talking about? Examples about. About what? The topic. No, it doesn't happen. We've been told it doesn't. It just doesn't happen. So if it doesn't happen, let's not worry about it anymore. Let's just move on and let these people go to the bathroom wherever they want. Right in the middle of a room if they want to. Right? Just pull down your pants. Because if they identify as uh people who want to go. I I identify as a person who doesn't like to go to the bathroom in a bathroom. So I'm just going to go here on the floor. Well, I have to say, I, 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 you know, in the commercial break there, I had to go, I had to go potty. Yeah. And it was I had to walk like across the building to where a the bathroom long is. Long way. I could go right here. <laughs> right. Just kind of, you know. Right. Go to commercial or just go. And if somebody's well, offended by that, if somebody's offended by that, maybe we just tell them, okay, why don't you open your mind a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Why don't you be more inclusive? And you might, Stu didn't want to walk. He felt I, like a person who didn't walk, want to walk that far. I identified as a person who had no use of their legs for that time. Yeah. Huh. So therefore, I sat in the seat and I just mm. went. Kind of let it flow, you know? We need to start doing this kind of stuff. <laughs> no, no, not that. To put an end to this. But not that. Not maybe that. So Something mm. like it. So uh, anyway, what are the Cuomo, nine instances? So yeah, Chris Cuomo did the whole thing about the 12-year-old girl. This is kind of mm. the argument of the left all the time. Some of these, I would say, aren't <laughs> pure examples of this. So let's go through and how many we see are actual examples of what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, a uh, Daily Wire reported this last year. Seattle man, two different occasions, walked into a women's locker room. <laughs> And began undressing, citing the new state rule. This is a quote, new state rule that allows people to choose a bathroom based on gender identity. Um, The pool was open for uh, lap swim. According to Seattle Parks and Recreation, a man wearing uh, shorts entered 
The women's locker room took off his shirt. Women alerted staff, told the man to leave. But he said the law has changed and I have the right to be here. Adhering to the trans law, no one called police on this man. He reportedly came back a second time when young girls were changing into their swimsuits for swim practice. Okay. Pretty pure. Right there. Right there. Right there. There's one right there. Okay. Sexual predator from this number two. So I'd say one. Yes. Right. I mean, that's a quintessential example. Mm -hmm. Yes. I would say that's that's definitely right. Uh, A sexual predator from Toronto claimed to be a transgender woman named Jessica in order to get access to a women's shelter and uh, their shower facilities. He was arrested and sentenced to jail for sexually assaulting several of the women in the shelter. I'd say that's yes. Probably a good one there. Mm-hmm. Um, Although they did arrest him, right? Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, however, again, he was exploiting the rule. So okay. if the rule was applied, yeah. uh, then yes. he would be, he would no if this, if the liberals got their dream, that would not be an arrest is right. the point. Okay. Um, uh, last year, 33-year-old man entered a woman's restroom and choked an 8-year-old girl until she passed out. The young, oh girl's, the young girl's mother uh, said she was in the adjacent stall when the incident happened. After she heard her daughter scream, she came to the rescue. Police arrived minutes later. Chicago bans discrimination based on gender identity in employment, housing, and public uh, accommodations, note the Washington Times. Now, I, he didn't, I mean, at least from this write-up, doesn't necessarily say, hey, I'm transgendered, therefore I'm allowed to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the law does uh, back him on that, theoretically. So I don't, I don't think that one doesn't seem to me to be a pure example of this. Mm-hmm. Um, Daily Caller reports Lisa Stickles was shopping at her local Ross store when she saw a man who was dressed like a man, complete with five o'clock shadow, in the women's dressing room. When she was informed, the store manager, when she, excuse me, when she informed the store manager, she was told company policy allows customers to use whichever dressing room they identified with. Jeez. A manager would let her inform Stickles that the man was repeatedly representing himself as a woman today. What about me or my feelings, asked the female. The manager told me that if I felt uncomfortable with the dressing room in there, I would have to wait until he's finished. Now, that's not necessarily a, a, rep, uh, a, a example of someone exploiting the laws to leer at women, per se. Uh, but it is a, a example of a, uh, a woman who not being able to Who's use... uncomfortable She's uncomfortable and is not able to use the facility. I mean, preference given to the transgendered male yeah. over the I mean, that, that's every time. A man every from time. Idaho claiming to be a transgender woman mm-hmm. was allowed access to a Target fitting room where he then took photos and videos of naked women, at least one of whom was a teenager. Yeah, pretty pure example. Yep. Yeah. Um... A murderous man claiming to be a transgendered woman was granted access to a women's prison. He then had sex with female inmates and was removed for inappropriate behavior. <laughs> yep. What was so inappropriate about it, though? That's what I'm, that's what I'm concerned about, Jeffy. Jeffy. Uh, Los Angeles man draft, uh, dressed in drag entered a Macy's mm-hmm. department store bathroom and videotaped women under bathroom stalls. I would say Yes. Mm-hmm. Two biologically male students at the uh, University of Toronto were caught exploiting the gender-neutral facilities in order to peep on women in the shower mm. with their cell phone cameras. I mean, a couple of these are in Toronto for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but again, I think while it's not a U.S. example, a pure example of that. And a man in Virginia dressed in drag to gain access to a women's bathroom where he then filmed a 35-year-old woman and a 5-year-old girl. All pretty. I mean, I would say seven of those nine are pretty much exactly what we're talking about. Maybe six of the nine, but mm-hmm. it's a pretty good percentage of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other ones could be exploited. I mean, you just we just don't know all the details. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's uh, and they say none of those exist. None. And yet they do. 
and yet and they do. By the way, this is and there's an, probably a lot more that go unreported. Well, first of all, a obviously, again, your goal in this scenario is to not get caught. So yeah. a lot of them wouldn't go that way. The other part of it is it, the, the rule's not really Im- implemented. I mean, we're at a point where we're talking about this rule. If the rule was the widely accepted, then and it was used in successful defenses time after time after time, well, then obviously people would be more free to do it. They would think this is going to work. I think right now most people, because you see a lot of these, people still call the cops, right? If this was a widely accepted rule, nobody would call the cops. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't call the cops because obviously the rule has been accepted and people agree with it. I mean, I, look, I, you know, we've, we've talked about this many times. It's just, it is kind of bizarre. Uh, and uh, the idea that you're going to give a legal standard to people like this, the nine people we just discussed, many of which would be, if this standard was implemented fully, would be able to get out of the trouble that they got into. Uh, and I don't see how that can possibly be the right outcome. It's, well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't get it either, but they, uh, somehow we're not going to win this, I'm afraid. It's a lot like the same-sex marriage thing. I, I don't know that we win this. It's pretty amazing. And for, again, like 0.7% of the population, transgenderism is not really all that prevalent. Most of us just like to be the person we are and want to be the gender we are. And we just stay that way. Uh, so, but our will has to bend, I guess, to a small minority. It's so, you know, we say that uh, a man should be able to go, let's just say, let's use a woman, for example. A woman is in the restroom. A man should not enter that restroom. We, can, we all seem to agree on that. A mm-hmm. man should not enter that restroom. Why? <clears throat> is it because feelings might clash? No, it's because, because different genitals, right? That's why we have a separation. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like really base, but it's true. Um, if... If everyone had the same genitals, like, for example, there obviously can be, you go into a men's restroom, there can be guys in that restroom that might like to look at you, that might be perverts that like to look at guys. Um, That's not how we separate the restrooms. It's not like whether what you want to look at, it's what junk you have. Mm -hmm. That's how it works, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, So now we're saying, well, now it's actually about feelings, right? It's about feelings, and that's okay, you know, if you want to have that standard. But if you have that standard, why on earth do you have separate bathrooms? If it's, all, if, if it's not about the genitals being different, why on earth do you have different bathrooms? Why not make one? Yeah. You know, so then yeah. everyone can just share it. Because if, if the point is not to separate the physical <laughs> structure of the people, then why not have everyone go into the same one and we can all deal with our feelings together? And if feelings are the new standard, why do only one set of feelings matter? Mm-hmm. Only the small, small minority of feelings matter. The vast majority of people's feelings do not matter in any way. Mm. We don't care. If a woman is in there and she's offended by a man being in there, we don't care. Hey, yeah, sorry, you're intolerant. Well, what about the transgender person being intolerant of her feelings? I mean, how is it possible we got to this place? So bizarre. So bizarre. Mm. Um, Making uh, uh, laps around a billion-dollar-plus, mostly taxpayer-funded coliseum, the U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, And this is in... um, 
Minneapolis. Right? Minneapolis. That's where the Super Bowl is next year. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, it's a huge stadium, mostly taxpayer-funded, but apparently it's a bird-killing machine. So a bunch of con- conservation groups, Audubon, um, Minnesota Citizens for the Protection of Migratory Birds, which I belonged to for a long time, belonged oh, to that association. I mean, I, don't I was don't a, downplay I was, president. I was the president mm-hmm. of the uh, Minnesota Citizens for the Mi- Protection of Migratory Birds. The yearly fees <laughs> got way out of hand. Uh, they did. I tried to lower them a way lot so we hand. could get more members. We only had four. Um, yep. But I, I begged people to join, and they just I couldn't get them interested. <laughs> Your leadership, I will say, was questionable. <laughs> Um, because you ate so many birds in yeah, that I period. Yeah, I did. Um, I it did. seemed to be that was the focus, was really what bird you would eat. <laughs> well, that's what I thought the association <laughs> was all true. about. To be fair, that <laughs> turns is. out, not so much. It was to protect them from being eaten, huh. yeah. uh, among other things. It um, really it led to your <laughs> the separation. But the Friends of Robert Robert's Bird Sanctuary are also part of this group. <laughs> that circumnavigated the Coliseum over and over and over. Mm. They walked around it, and their mission was to confirm their worst suspicions that, in fact, this Coliseum is killing birds. They wanted oh, to no. see if the stadium, with its 200,000... It's got 200,000 square feet of clear and ref- reflective glass, is so indistinguishable to birds if the birds are so stupid that they just smash into it. Like, right. you know, an Alfred Hitchcock movie or something. Uh, they wanted to see if that was true, and apparently, yes, it is. Oh, it absolutely is true. You never had birds fly into your windows? You know, I have. house or whatever? I have, yeah. weirdly. Um, had a bird, they just kept bashing into the window for no apparent reason. Uh, I wish it was, like, same bird? was it last year? Yeah, it seemed, I think it was the same bird. And we'd hear this, thunk! And we'd be like, what the? Yeah. That is a bird again! And then a thunk! It's like, dude, there's a glass there. Stop it. You're going to hurt yourself. Stop it. Now, is it eventually possible? they did. I don't know if it broke its neck. Is it <laughs> possible that they were trying to get revenge from your time at the Minnesota Citizens for the Protection I of I wondered that birds? at first. I wondered that for a while. Possible. <laughs> uh, they found uh, 14 stunned birds lying on the ground but and 60, 60 dead birds. dead ones. Yes. 60. 60. That's pretty good for uh, two hours. I mean, not good. That's that's bad for two hours. Again, this is why you did not last at the Minnesota Citizens. <laughs> right. you, you need to know if that's good right. or bad right off the top. <laughs> like if you're gonna run the I Minnesota to Citizens for Protection of Migratory Birds, I shouldn't even have to think it through. That needs to be like a staff decision. That's bad, <laughs> and you immediately would jump to good. And I think that's part of the issue. Why uh, it didn't work out? Big maybe part that's of the why issue. Last. That's a big part of the issue. Uh, Twenty-one <laughs> white-throated sparrows dead. Nine ruby-throated hummingbirds that's good. dead. No, I mean wait. No, it's bad. See, again. Right? Again. <laughs> again. You this didn't. is what happened. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, findings along with reports from maintenance staff and security guards estimate that perhaps as many as 500 birds mm. die annually as a result of the building. 500 birds in an entire year? That doesn't seem like that. It does many. not seem like a lot. So that's uh, good, right? No, <laughs> yes, no. This time it's good. <laughs> this time it's kind of good. Um, the carnage was <laughs> especially substantial during the thick of the mm. migration system. Um, from summer to mid-fall when the birds um, fly, uh, migrate. I, the stadium happens to be uh, located snap, smack dab in the heart of the flight path. Oops. Uh, and we have... I like how we got the picture of the dead bird and not yeah, the cool stadium. Not the, not the stadium. It's just a bird on a rock. Yeah, we don't want to see... We don't want to see This the is stadium. obviously we nowhere the near the stadium. Yeah, it's just like rock. <laughs> this is what a dead bird looks like is essentially what that photo is. <laughs> I guess it's city pages. I mean, maybe they don't... 
Um, but yeah, the uh, stadium, I was going to say, is awesome. I mean, it's a really cool-looking stadium. Um, and if the that Super Bowl is there next year, I'm now. excited for that. However, I'm not excited for any of the steps I will take outside of the stadium in February in Minnesota. That's going to be terrible. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. No cold, no cold weather. No cold weather. There's no reason for it. And rarely do they put the Super Bowl in a cold weather town. Yeah, recently they to. put it in New York uh, a few yeah. years ago. And yeah. before that, yeah. the last one they put in cold weather, I believe, Indianapolis. was well, Indianapolis. That's true. Indianapolis, I was going to say. Detroit, for sure, was what I was yeah. going to reference. Indianapolis was, uh, was a cold weather, uh, and it was a great Super Bowl. But that's also one of those where everything's right downtown. It was very easily easy and to underground, get right around the stadium too. Yeah. So that's that kind was, of a cool place. That was that's still one of my favorite venues for the Super yeah. Bowl. Was Indianapolis. Really? We never think. Mm. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously it's one of the smaller markets as mm-hmm. far as uh, the Super Bowls go. But that was really that was really cool, really cool because mm. everything was right there. You know, you, you you were you walked out and you know you got downtown and then every single thing that you had to do the entire time was right there. Where like you know mm. Miami, I mean it, it, you're. An hour and a half away from the stadium with any traffic, um, you know. Right. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're sitting on. I remember taking San a bus Francisco. on one of these. I mean, when we were San in San Francisco, the stadium. Oh my was god! Like, I couldn't Endless. believe how far the stadium Endless. was from San Francisco. San Francisco. Remember when we went out there? It was that's like, ridiculous. It was, I mean, it was San Francisco's it's not in even Hawaii. In San Francisco. It's, it's, it's in San, nowhere like, near. Right. San, nowhere it's near. Not even close. In fact, I don't think that stadium's even in California. That's what I said. It's in Ohio, right? I mean, Hawaii. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Not even close. Ridiculous. So there you go. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Uh, the fact is, your current phone carrier is using your money to undermine your beliefs. We've Bastards. talked about this many times. Bastards. Let's say, for example, you work at the Minnesota Citizens for the Center of Migratory Birds. And you're even maybe the president of it. Oh, wow. There's one just That's, crashed into okay. the building. All right. uh, maybe you're the president of that organization, and, and, and mm-hmm. you would want to, in that scenario, you'd want to protect or kill. And kill birds. No, protect birds, Pat. Jeez. Oh, gosh, darn it. That's yeah. right. I forgot yeah, again. I can't That's why I'm no longer president, I think. <laughs> Let's say you want to protect birds. I wondered for a birds. while, and now maybe I'm starting to understand yeah. why and, they removed me. And then let's say you're with one of these big companies, and they mm-hmm. take some of your money that you give them every year, and mm-hmm. they brag about how they, they donate to organizations that would murder birds. You would oh, not wow. be, you'd be happy That'd or be sad good. about that. No, be, no, no, you'd be oh, no, again, sad about it. that. I'm trying to, I'm working on it. <laughs> but the thing is, you have Patriot Mobile now. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text. They have high-speed 4G LTE data, really competitive prices. I, I, don't want, I don't know why they undersell this. They're lower prices than you're paying right now. And they donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to conservative organizations that you like. Yeah, how about that? You get to choose the one. That, you know, if you want to go to the Second Amendment or Life. Or the Friends or- of Robert's Bird Sanctuary. I don't know if that's a, a you know an, I don't but, maybe it's on there. maybe uh, you can pick whatever one you want. Uh, Patriot Mobile <laughs> will even buy out your current contract with credits up to five hundred bucks. That's a great offer if you've ever had to break a contract. And I've had to break many of them. Five hundred dollars is really high. Yeah, but um, I gotta change my phone number. No, you don't have to. No, no you gotta you can keep your phone number. Pat. Oh wow! And you get great nationwide coverage all while <clears> supporting <throat> conservative values. So just go call them now. Call Patriot Mobile. They'll waive your $35 activation fee with promo code Pat and Stu. Pat and Stu. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Pat and Stu or call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Hi, welcome. It is uh, Pat and Stu. I'd be Pat. This is Stu. And over there, Jeffy, the wonderful, fabulous, uh, phenomenal. Boo! Jeffy. 
You notice he didn't understand what was happening until I booed him, and then he was like, then he oh, knew. Oh, yeah. then he knew. oh, you're talking about me. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't know how to handle something good because nobody's ever saying anything good about him. Um, so he was very confused, which is why we have to tell the truth all the time. He's fat and stupid. So, right? And now you can relate to well, life. I mean, he doesn't a, even have to say it. It's right behind laugh. him. It's right behind him. It's Are right. you guys talking to me? <laughs> you know, you gotta love him. You gotta love him. Come on. Uh, you know, it's Come interesting. On. You don't. Uh, <laughs> you do not. All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. On an episode of History, uh, Glenn explored the rivalry between uh, Webb Dubois and Booker T. Washington. How often have we, we spoken of that? Is it Webb or W-E-B? Oh my W-E-B. Yeah. Dubois. And, you, and you call him Webb. I call him Webb because we've talked back. about him so many times, and it's a kind of a... Yeah, Pat is obsessed with this. It goes back to his tenure as president of the Minnesota Citizens for the Protection of Migratory Birds. It's a right, long story. Right, right. We've told it many long times. Story. <laughs> long story. Long uh, story. But Glenn tells it really well. He does. Here it is. Washington was advocating accommodation with whites, accepting segregation for the time being, concentrating on the individual and saying, look, first we have to build skills. First we have to get a basic education. Everybody has to read. Everybody has to be self-reliant. Everybody has to, to have a desire and a plan on how to move forward. When we have that, all of the other rights and privileges are gonna be ours because we're going to be prepared for the use and exercise of those rights and privileges. We'll just, they'll never see us coming. That's Booker T. Du Bois, on the other hand, said the best way for the race to progress was to recruit the elite. Maybe there's 10% and let them make the decisions for the sheep for the remaining 90%. He called it the talented 10th. They would lead protests if they needed to. They would just get everybody involved. They'd, they'd sell it to the masses and the masses would go out and, 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 and riot if they had to, use violence if you had to. But this talented 10th at the top, they knew. So while Booker T is urging calm, while secretly working backroom deals to to bring segregation to an end, Du Bois is starting to recruit people to oppose Booker T. Washington. That also was primarily done in private. At this time, I think the feud was reconcilable. But they're about to hit a point of irreconcilable differences. And it wasn't because of either of them. Again, it is what's happening segregation lynchings really begin to spread all over and it's it's really amazing because as you see socialism in any land when you see communism and socialism begin to creep through a, a system a, a body of people you will see killings go on the rise because that always tells you that people are expendable unless you're elite and if you're elite we can kill the first part is the people kill all the elites. Then the new elites take over and say, kill all the people underneath. It happens every time, every time. That's what was happening here. 
the, the, the lynchings and the beatings because now the elites, the new progressive elites were saying, we got to get rid of these people. And so blacks were starting to say, I'm, I'm not sure if this is going to work. I'm not Booker T. I mean, we've been living the right way and look what's happening. And Du Bois steps forward and gives them an answer. And he's got a fiery voice. Get them! The same thing. Germans are going to say it 30 years later. From the same ideology, the same universities, get them is now happening first in America. And the black community begins to split. And this split, you still see today. It's 1899, it's Atlanta, Georgia, and another lynching happens. And Du Bois is at his wit's end. The lynching is a guy named Sam Hose. And Du Bois is walking the streets thinking about Sam Hose, and it was bad. Um, Hose had been accused of killing a white man. I don't even know if it was true or not. That was the accusation at the time. And 2,000 whites grab him, murder and then rip his body to pieces. And they put it everywhere for everyone to see. And Du Bois is thinking, this has got to be, this has got to be the end. This, is, this has got to be the end. Those Bookerites, the people who followed Booker T. Washington, those Bookerites, they're going to see, my way is the only way. Accommodation isn't working. He's thinking this and he's walking the streets and he sees this crowd by this grocery store and he sees that all these people are gathering around this window. There's some kind of commotion, something big going on in this grocery store and everybody is crowded around this window and they're laughing and they're pointing at some, some prize, some prize attraction. As he comes up, he realizes an auction going on. And whatever was in the window was being sold to the highest bidder. And the crowd is in a frenzy. They are just, they're, 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 they're giddy for what's for sale. He gets to the front and he looks in the store window. And as he hears the cheers and the jeers and the bids from the ravenous crowd and the auctioneer, bidding it up higher and higher. Du Bois is looking at what they're bidding on, and it's the knuckles of Sam Hose. Time for talk is over. It's over. Towing the line with Booker T. Washington is getting us nowhere. It is time to put the white man in his place. And I'm going to do it by putting Booker T. Washington in his place. 1903. Du Bois writes a now very famous book, The Souls of Black Folk. He devoted an entire chapter about his disagreement with Booker T. Washington. Now, I am convinced, and you'll understand why, I am convinced that this is the reason why our universities now dismiss Booker T. Washington. And you'll understand why in a minute. 
But why this guy is so, he is such a bad dude. Why he's almost been sponged from history. You never learn about him. But all the things he said about Booker T is what you do learn. He voices his opinion on Washington's self-imposed leadership of the black community. Remember, Frederick Douglass dies. There's no black leader. Booker T is the, is the man. He doesn't want the leadership. He doesn't campaign for it. People just bestow it on him. He really doesn't want it. Well, Du Bois, he takes the, he takes umbrage to, look at him. He's just saying he's the black leader. Who is this guy? Former slave. He's a country bumpkin. He doesn't know anything. He wants to lead me? He, I'll clean the floor with this kid. My talented 10th knows more than Booker T knows. Well, he takes on such a fiery rhetoric that it begins to polarize the black community. You are either with Booker T or you're with Du Bois and you're enemies. He gathered the talented 10th and established the Niagara movement at Niagara Falls which was the precursor for the NAACP. Fracture grows deeper and deeper, and the choice was clear. Self-reliance or hire me and I'll make all your problems go away. It's funny, because whether it's Lenin, Stalin, Or, or, or Du Bois, they all, they all have the same thing. Follow me and I'll make your problems go away. But it's really important to always discover, am I following you to where someone's going to teach me how to fish or am I following you because you're going to get the bad guys out of my way? The bad guys being dealt with by the guy you're following, that always turns out to Hitler, Stalin, Lenin. But if it's, I'll teach you how to fish, it's Jesus, Gandhi, Booker T, Martin Luther King. We're about to answer a really big question. How did the black community go from this party of Lincoln where you, there were no black Democrats, none in 1900, none. To by 1920, definitely by 1930, they're all voting for the Democrats. What happened? The change came from Du Bois. He is instrumental in understanding the lie that many blacks are still living. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It is Pat and Stu. Um, lunchtime. And this this probably help because we're helpers. I mean, we're all about science too. And mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. this is kind of interesting. They've done a DNA a DNA test. 
on Subway's oven-roasted chicken. Oh, mm. And the results are interesting. Um, here's a <laughs> Let's go to the board. Let's go to the board. The next time you get a footlong at Subway with chicken on it, ask what you're actually biting into. The okay. Canadian Broadcasting Corporation tested chicken at five major fast food restaurants. Wendy's, McDonald's, you get the idea. Most of the scores were between 85 and 90% chicken DNA. And Mm. then there's Subway. Two popular chicken sandwiches they serve had only about half chicken DNA. The oven-roasted chicken came in at (laughs) 53.6% chicken DNA. And the sweet onion chicken teriyaki strips had just 42.8% according to the investigation. Subway's results were so shocking, Uh. the team tested them again. So what else is in the meat? Soy. That's according to the DNA testing. Subway Canada defended themselves in a statement saying, Our chicken strips and oven-roasted chicken contain 1% or less of soy protein. We use this ingredient in these products as a means to help stabilize the texture and moisture. They go on to say all of their chicken items are made from 100% white meat chicken, and they're going to look into the findings with their supplier. As for Wendy's grilled chicken sandwich, that had nearly 90% chicken DNA. The the grilled country chicken sandwich from McDonald's had just under 85%, according to the findings. Both companies released Uh statements saying they also use only 100% chicken. Either way, the news is hard to swallow for customers and the companies. And the companies. I'm troubled by that. I mean, yeah, 88% isn't really... If you're if you're saying to me that it's a chicken sandwich, I want it to be all chicken. I I don't. The chicken sh- part should be chicken. That's the problem when they tell you that it's a hundred percent. Right? They yeah. advertise, hey, hundred percent white chicken breast. Well, and when, it's not. When it's eighty-eight percent, what's the rest of it? What's the other twelve? Who cares? At Subway, when it's forty-two percent chicken, what's the rest? The rest is soy. That's bad. I don't know. That's bad. It's got to be the pink slime, though, right? Is that all pink slime, whatever the heck is made, whatever they put in the pink slime? It's not but all that's soy, why, is it? That's one of the reasons I don't eat at places with pink slime, yeah. other than perhaps Taco Bell. And I'm not sure <laughs> I'm not sure they yeah. use pink slime the pink there. Slime it's all deliciousness again, at Taco they, Bell. They, I love yes, Taco no, Bell. Yes, no, they don't. And nobody's going to tell me <laughs> different. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, look, there's going to be fillers and stuff in there. I'm not surprised yeah. to hear that. I mean, I, I, but I, I, I don't know. Like, does they count the breading? Like, are they are they looking at like? I was wondering that. Yeah, like, but I mean, when you've got a chicken strip, yeah. where's the filler on a chicken strip? What are you filling it with? What do you mean? Well, a chicken strip should be a strip of chicken. It shouldn't be a, a strip of chicken and 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 sixty percent soy. Yeah, well, they're, prob- I mean, they're probably the least of your worries yeah, here, honestly. Right. And they're probably uh, processing it, right? So the chicken goes in, so they're putting, you know, you can put beaks and bills and hooks and whatever else part of the chicken. Well, right. they're not but just but even it if it is the... a beak, it's part of a chicken. Right. Right. But they probably are doing other things there, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, uh, but what? Oh, that's troubling to me. That's why. Well, well, I hate there's... Subway anyway, and maybe that's why. Maybe well, certainly there's why. spices and sauces and things like that. That's why I don't understand, like, when they say DNA, you know, 88% with DNA, does that include the other ingredients, which might be sauces and salt and, and pepper and who knows what else? I mean, I don't know. Well, if you test the DNA of a chicken strip, it seems like it should be chicken. <laughs> Doesn't it? I'm sure that's why it's an effective study. I, I'm sure, yeah. but also, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, look, what what else would it be, right? Like, let's say, you know, it's, know. it's complete filler, cornstarch or something, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if that all that means is, is do you like the do you like the taste of it? Because you can eat cornstarch. Right. right. Is it poison? Yeah. Is it you know? Is obviously, it, they're not putting inedible things. Right. You might in say, it. is it rat 
You might say that. Which you probably that. could eat. Yeah. Um, but and, you don't but want you to. don't want to. Frog? I mean, it could be frog, I, mean, I suppose. Um, I, guess, I don't know. Those things are always interesting. Like, I, like, probably, you're right, though. It's probably, it probably sounds worse than it is. Yes. Right. It's like, like probably, because I think your, your mind jumps to it's sure cat. Right. Or it's, uh, uh, you know. Horse. It's horse. It's yes. some other cheaper anu- animal. But I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to find a cheaper animal than a chicken. <laughs> like, that's, you know, I don't think they're going to fill it with other animals. It's probably just, you know, they probably do pat it. But I, I, they certainly don't mean to pat it by that much. The other thing, too, is who knows if the study's right? Who knows if they can right. actually measure that stuff as accurately as, you know, I mean, I... Yeah, we could find out tomorrow. I gotta All believe. Wrong. I have to believe. And, and the chicken strips at Subway are kind of weird to me. Like, I, even when I ate, I never was a fan of it. No, Did you ever, you ever eat those? I don't know that I've ever had the chicken strips at Subway. I'm not a huge fan of Subway anyway. Me yeah. neither. Uh, but, no, I don't think I have. I'm the opposite no. of a fan of Subway. <laughs> I like Subway, I generally still don't like it. I, mean, I don't like it. Uh, if I'm going to go to a place like that, it'd be Quiznos. Quiznos is good. Uh, I'm a big Witch Witch fan. Oh, witch, yeah. Witch. Oh, I've never eaten there. My, wife, witch, witch. my wife, my kids love yeah. that place. Man. Yeah, that's a good place. Uh, Quiznos is good. Bl- Blimpies, another one of those chains. What else mm, do you have? don't like Blimpies either. They have it's a new... too Subway-like. Yeah. yeah uh, the, the Witch Witch is nice because you can design... You can, it's got a touchscreen... Well, it's got a bag, or it's not a touchscreen. It's got a bag. You can check off all the things that you want, mm-hmm. and you can just give them the bag, and they put the sandwich in the bag with all your ingredients, nice. or you can do it on the touchscreen on your phone. Uh, just just like click off all the things you want, and then send it in. You don't have to even talk to anybody. That's going to be really convenient eventually. I mean, everybody's going to do that. Somebody else was just talking about going to that system, and I think it was Wendy's. Yes, I was actually had it up to uh, do, if I had time to do uh, in my Jeffy segment today, was that Wendy's is uh, going to... Uh, Automate their fight for fifteen, guys. Fight yeah. for fifteen. Go ahead, fight for fifteen dollars yeah. an hour. Go, go see how that works for you. Yeah, when is going to be the biggest one right that, now? That's They're what they cited. Like, uh, like a, I think a thousand stores right off the bat. Well, that's what they cited. Look, instead of yeah. paying uh, some kid in here who sucks anyway at what mm-hmm. he does. 15 bucks an hour. We're going to automate. Yep. Mm-hmm. And of course they're going to do that. This is what we. This is what we said from the beginning. Yep. And again, it's proving out. All right. they, in that story that I had today, it quoted the ex-CEO of McDonald's saying, when this happens, remember, I told you so. <laughs> That's great. That's well, good. I mean, Panera Bread is the one, and that's not even fast food, but it's a, it's a little bit more upscale than fast food. The food's mm-hmm. more expensive. It's a sit, you can sit down in there, and it's a little bit more comfortable. You, know, you can have your computer out. We can work there. Every yeah. one of those has those. Yeah. Has the, and I yeah. always use them because, you know, I you know, you don't deal like people. well with people. Um, but uh, you, you go in there, you press a bunch of <laughs> buttons, your food comes out. They plop it on your table. It's good. It's nice. It's nice. That's really good. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got a uh, trailer for a new Tom Hanks movie called The Circle. And usually Tom Hanks movies are good. Yeah, it looks Let's good. See what this one looks like. It's about I a circle. am a believer in the perfectibility of human beings. At The Circle, <laughs> we can finally realize our potential. When we are our best selves, there isn't a problem that we cannot solve. We can cure any disease and we can end hunger. Imagine the human rights implications. The possibilities are endless. Pat Oswald in the prominent role. Your payment, mm-hmm. it was for 7813 and the bill was for 7831. Thank you. You got the job at the circle. <laughs> have a drink, have a good time and stay excited. You're at the circle. Hello, May. How are you? Jared here. I'll be doing your training. When I first started, it took me a few weeks to really get the hang of it. Believe me, you're doing fine. You should come visit me at work sometime. <laughs> you might think I was there to clean the toilets. 
Your work's been exemplary, strong ratings, but your absence at several events. Sorry, my dad had an episode and I was home helping out. Is that related to his MS? I've been looking into your parents' situation and I have an idea. So I was thinking it would make sense for May's folks to come on the Circle Health Plan. I want to say how much I value what you've done for my family. May, you're a valued part of the Circle. We care about everybody you care about. May's only been with us for a few months, but she has made quite an impression. So, May, do you think you behave better or worse when you are being watched? We have cameras in place all over the world right now. Watching you. We used to go on adventures. We used to have fun and see things, and now it's all filtered through this. Does this really seem okay to you? Watching you. Yes, get out. I didn't create this. This is not what I had in mind. Watching you. Things at the circle, they need to change. Everything recorded, seen, broadcast, restored, and analyzed here. They can use it however they see fit, no matter what it's cost. Mm. Knowing is good, but knowing everything is better. So, mate, is there anything you want to tell us? <laughs> it's a big Google-like company, obviously. That's, yeah, uh, Apple, yeah. Little uh, too involved in the lives of their employees, <clears throat> but they, too? you know, it's a casual work environment, so uh, yeah. it's worth it. I mean, they have a ping pong table. So they have you, a ping pong table. Give it, give they, I'll bet that. you you could probably get something to eat during the course of the work day. Yeah, the open. Everybody offices. works together. Mm -hmm. It's an open office. They share ideas. This is genius. <laughs> and yes, obviously they'll be watching go tinkles as well. But I mean that's part of it. That's, that's part, part of the of it. it's part of the open it's office. Part of the circle. Uh, yeah, okay. Part of the circle. It looks pretty good. I mean, it looks pretty good. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a good story to be telling. You want to freak people out about that so they guard against it. Yeah. Because definitely. I mean, we're going down that road so freaking fast. We're hurtling down that road. Yeah. And there's a so. lot of good things that come out of it, man. There are a lot of good things. And Hanks's last movie, which was uh, uh, was it that uh, Inferno? Inferno. Yeah. Terrible. Was it terrible? Terrible. Was it Wasn't it about was global it warming or something? I don't, you know, I didn't even get through it far enough to oh, okay. know. I just turned it off because it was on demand and I just like. Or no, population control or something, wasn't it? Yes, population, population control. That's what it was, yeah. It was, yeah. One of those <laughs> environmental myths. Uh, all right. Mm -hmm. um, also, there's an interactive map that lets you see which local bridges are safe. The answer to that, out of 130,000 bridges in the United States that are structurally safe, none. None of them are safe. Thank you. Our what? bridges and roads are crumbling. None of them. None of them are safe. How many are, are in your county? It doesn't matter. They're all unsafe, which is 7.7. This is 7.4. The bridges in uh, the, the county, in this county, are structurally deficient. They're saying, so they're saying 9.4% is average. Um, in Dallas County, 0.6%. <clears throat> Are deficient, which is are deficient. However, in Crenshaw County, Alabama, sixty-four point three percent of the bridges are structurally deficient. Now, what does that mean? That they're going to topple yeah. over? No, it does not mean that at all. They, of course, don't tell you what it means because it probably means very little. Yeah, probably. Um, but uh, that's that story didn't actually tell us. Okay, triple eight seven two seven Beck. We've got spoons coming up, and it's for you, it's, Jeffy. It's science. How often do you drive around Crenshaw County in Alabama? You probably know, you a lot. Need, huh? Probably need to do it more. And just yeah, check just on like, the kind of, kind of structurally deficient bridges to make sure they're safe for people. And, until you hit one that you fall through. I would through. drive out and just sit on it in the heaviest vehicle, vehicle you can find. 
you know, because make sure it's safe-ish. Jeffy, because I, I can't say it. Oh my god. Hi, uh, welcome. Hi. We have Oreo <laughs> Cadbury eggs. They're not Oreo Cadbury eggs. Jeffy told us they were, but, but in reality, they're, they're just the Oreo package. eggs. Mm. But I mean, there you are. You got a little. And this oh, this is, is cool, though. I will Did say, much cooler, much cooler than the uh, normal Cadbury eggs, which uh, are hard to open. Oh, look this at one, that. you kind of get a little peel. You can watch, watch this here. A little peeling that. off. That's cool. Uh, there you go. And, and you, you get, the, get to the chocolatey part. egg inside. Okay. Inside, you got some Oreo, uh, I would assume, Oreo smells cream. Smells pretty good. The, the outside chocolatiness uh, smells really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It smells chocolatey. All right, let's give it a whirl. You ready? Is it okay to eat it now? It is. Oh, I love Cadbury eggs. However, they're so rich and so overwhelming. I can handle about one bite. Incredible edible egg. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's Um, a combination of tastes going on there. No Mm. kidding. Um, They have the Oreo kind of cream and chocolate cookie pieces inside mm-hmm. yeah crushed i like the, crunchy, the crunchiness of it um this chocolate i'm not i think it's the chocolate i'm not too crazy about maybe i like the chocolate i think i'm with you it doesn't go well with the cream yeah there's a combination the cookies and cream filling it doesn't go well you know what would go good with it milk well, thank you Pat. you're absolutely correct yeah i like it i think it's really good and you're right if you bite the top off and you dip this all the way right down in a glass of milk, it'll soak it right into the cookies and cream. It'll be great. How would, how would it soak into the... You just lay on top of the cookies and cream. Hmm. I mean, I like... I'm a big fan of the different textures with stuff like this. You bite in, you get the crunchiness inside of what you're eating. Like, I, I like that vibe. We had mm-hmm. that with the... Um, a little bit with the uh, Peeps Oreos recently. Um, uh, we had it with a, one of the cupcake flavors. Uh, I will tell you. Yeah. This uh, is so horrible, I'm going to finish it here. <laughs> yeah. I finished mine. I think it's delicious. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's not horrible. I could easily finish it. I would say I wouldn't buy it. I wonder how I'd many calories are in one egg. Probably like 300 or something. No, no I'd say one. Maybe, yeah, one, 100, 150, 150. 150. It's got to be quite, it's got to be considerable. It's okay. I, I'll, I'm going to give it like a uh, scale to 118. It's the highest number that Jeffy can count to. That's our scale. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a... Give it an 8. 8? Yes, an 8. 8? I'm sorry. What, do you work for them? Uh, you wow. hate Oreos. You bash I'm them offended. all the time. I'm offended by that. I'm going to give this a... 16. Wow. That that's might be the widest uh, spread in ratings we've ever I had think before. So. A so. 16? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Wow. I liked it. Jeffy? Well, not worth the 16. What'd you give it? An Delicious. That's between there. Yeah, you know, that's between those two. So between an 8 and a 16? Yeah, between there. That's where I'd give it. You're saying... Like a 12? Or 11-ish. 11-ish or 12-ish? Yeah, somewhere in there. Okay. Thank you again. I hate Jeffy. <laughs> I hate this segment. With the exception of the eating, that part I really like. Uh, that part I hate good. the Jeffy part. Right. Uh, so we could just change that somehow. 